Grace, mercy, and peace be yours today from God and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. This is a command, a command from Jesus Christ to not do something. It's a negative command, and it's, it's pretty easy to understand. Avoid accumulation of worldly wealth. Because where this accumulation is, there also is your heart. And your heart needs to fast from this type of accumulation. Accumulation of worldly wealth, it's, it's also not something just limited to your bank account. What then is it should you give up for Lent? Maybe you have a favorite sugary dessert or drink that you're going to give up. Some people bring, bring, uh, give up vices of tobacco, alcohol. Maybe you should fast from your cell phone. It is an accumulation of worldly wealth. Or maybe turn off the TV and spend more time with your family. Some people fast from food, from eating. Some people might fast from eating anything at all for a couple of days every week throughout Lent. Or in some other Christian cultures, some will fast and restrain from eating red meat because of its bloodiness. Fasting is not just about food, not all about food. And fasting is not just about giving up something for Lent. In fact, fasting in the Old Testament was done as a sign of a penitent, contrite heart before God. Fasting now serves as a confession. A confession. A faithful confession that there is a new higher level of reality that has taken hold of your life as a Christian disciple. As Luther says, well, fasting is certainly fine outward training, fasting from food. And then Jesus says, there's no need to advertise it to the world. Unless, of course, he says, you want the reward of a hypocrite. The question remains, are you going to give something up for Lent? Do you even have to give something up for Lent? Fasting from food is not a command in Holy Scripture. It is a response. The command is to give up on laying up for yourselves treasures on earth. To respond to this command is also a confession. A faithful confession that you have this new, higher reality that has gripped onto your body and soul. That reality is Jesus Christ. And Jesus, in this, his Sermon on the Mount, has an introductory statement that helps us out. In verse 1 of the same chapter, Jesus clues us in on what we should give up for Lent. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. 
The practice of righteousness before other people is self-righteousness. And the way God sees it, it's not righteous at all. In fact, it's nothing. In this, the penitential season of Lent, fast from self-righteousness. If what you do is not in service to God or not in service to others, who's left? It's only in service to yourself. And as Jesus says, the reward of service to self is nothing. Nothing. Even less than the dust you shall return to. Now fasting from food, let's be clear, it's optional. Scripture does not command it. But fasting and giving up from laying up your treasures on earth is not optional. It is a command from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So give up for Lent self-righteousness. How? Jesus helps us again in his same sermon by being more specific. The verse that is immediately before our gospel reading today says, If you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. To give up your self-righteousness for Lent is also to give up for Lent hanging on to that grudge. Give up for Lent clinging on to the past sins of others. Give up on being unforgiving. Give up and forgive as you have been forgiven. Give up for Lent your self-righteousness. How do you give it up? Take this sin and lay it before the Lord. Take all your sins and give them up before the presence of God. Take your heart, the heart that has been contaminated with the world's treasures, and lay it before the Lord. Take your burdens, take your anxieties, take, take your worries, and commend yourself, body and soul, to the Lord. Just give it all to him. Return to the Lord in Lent. And then take upon you what Jesus gives to you. Forgiveness that neither moth nor rust can destroy an accumulation of victorious wealth that no thief could ever steal. A place for you in heaven that no foe could ever break in. This is the accumulation of treasure in heaven that is done for you here on earth. Treasure that is free for you, yet came with a great price. But the forgiveness is limitless. The accumulation of God's wealth is in reconciliation. Reconciliation that began with Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, and will last for eternity. And then having fasted from your self-righteousness, feast. Feast with your bellies on the body and blood of Jesus. Feast with your ears on the words of the passion this Lent. Feast on the words of forgiveness and feast on the words of reconciliation. Reconciliation begins with the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ on the cross at Calvary. Reconciliation is a heavenly treasure. Who are we to stop it? 
And reconciliation on earth leads to even more treasure to lay up for yourself in heaven. Let me explain. What else are these treasures in heaven? Well, God dwells in heaven. What is God? Well, God is exactly what he says he is. God is love. What action comes out of love? Forgiveness. Reconciliation. Reconciliation that started with God in heaven causes his treasure to unite. The treasure. The church. His people. Jesus Christ treasures you. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, as Jesus says. Lay up for yourselves treasures in each other. Give up the grudge. Repent of it. Reconcile with God through forgiveness in Christ. Reconcile with each other in the same forgiveness. Reconciliation is the mark of God's treasure. In closing tonight, I'd like to tell you about a deacon. A deacon from many centuries ago, and his name was Lawrence, whom we now call St. Lawrence. Roman imperial authorities demanded that St. Lawrence show to them his church's treasures. Where are these treasures you have laid up for yourself, Lawrence? St. Lawrence went out to the streets and gathered together for the authorities, the poor, and oppressed. Some were from his church. Most were not. He showed them to the authorities. This is the church's treasure, for which he was put to death, for which he returned to dust. Well, St. Lawrence can tell us more about that later. Later, when we're all recreated from this dust. God created us from dust, and he will do it again. But there's always more to the story, because man's written history, it tends to be slowly destroyed by moth and rust. Thanks be to God that his spoken and written history will never be destroyed. His word. Yet another treasure to lay up for yourselves. In the name of Jesus, amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.